Hello and welcome to the new paradigm of women's awakening, sacred remembering. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. I invite you to step out of the old and into the new. Let's imagine together that we're walking toward a lush and glistening landscape. You notice forests and trees, crystalline water and rich black soil. The soil is different than any soil you've ever seen and you can't help but to take off your shoes and slide your toes into the soil. You've never seen or felt soil so rich or so replenishing. Your feet begin to sink down and into the soil like feet do as we stand beside the ocean and waves lap at our ankles. And as you sink down into this soil ankle deep, you realize that you are in touch with something else. There's this golden thread, this gold frequency that runs through this soil. It connects everything, like mycelium. It's in the earth, the trees, in you. And as you lift your head and you look around, you realize that there are other women also in this grid, the soil, connected via the gold frequency a unified network, and you are a part of it. And you breathe this all in deeply into the space of your heart. Welcome to Sacred Remembering, the podcast and live community for modern women waking up to the full and unified truth of who we are, standing prosperously now in that truth. You were planted here on earth at this time because there is something so unique inside of you. And when you ignite it, you light up the entire planetary grid. The answers that are needed on earth now are inside of modern women. They're inside of you. So go ahead and tilt your face upward towards source and allow the seed of sacred remembrance to open inside of you in that warmth. We're a community and network of women lighting up the globe by standing in the emanation of exactly who we are. Sacred, sovereign, creational, unified, and incredibly committed to love. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to everyone. This is Sacred Remembering Podcast 147. Whether you are listening or watching on YouTube, welcome. I'm Sarah Poet and today I am guided to talk about radiance. Radiance, which is a topic I don't think I have ever spoken about. <laughs> Not in this length of a transmission and um I'll say teaching on this. So let's start with what is radiance. I am going to give it like my own definition. <laughs> my definition, uh, my working definition of radiance right now is the capacity to receive light into the subtle 
spaces of us. And women, I really am talking to us. So it's our capacity to receive light into the subtle spaces of us and then really shine that light back out quite naturally, right? Like radiance is a very natural thing once we have it flowing. Okay. So in this transmission, let me talk about why I am using the word transmission. Um, because we find ourselves in this meeting place, you know, you found this podcast somewhere. And so there's a reason for it. So there's going to be something that comes through this podcast that maybe you needed to hear, or maybe it kind of works a little alchemy on you. Like you heard it and then um, you allow it to work through your, you know, system and, and mind and body and curiosity. And then, you know, something kind of alchemizes for you um, after you have watched or listened to this. Um, and so that's the point, right? <laughs> that is the point of sacred remembering these kind of um, divine pings and synchronicities and um, trust that we find what we sort of need to find or are meant to find um, as we're meant to find it. And so if this transmission can be that for you, that's amazing. Um, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you actually kind of how this came to be. And it was very divine. So, you know, <laughs> this is the field that we're playing in a, a bit of magic here. Um, so today, you know, I'm going to weave this, I have some notes, but I am going to flow. And I'm going to talk about radiance kind of as I've come to know it, um, you know, why we dim our light as women, and then also um, how to, oh goodness, like what, how can we explore a relationship with radiance in a non-pressuring way? Like how can we receive more radiance and be more light without any pressure? I think that there is a lot of pressure on women to be more feminine, to be open, to be a vessel, to be, you know, trauma-free and just like channeling all of the light in the world and reflecting it back and, and being that and giving that to men and masculine. I think, I think there's some distortion in some of the teachings that are out there. I've experienced that as a woman. And so this is both going to be, you know, trauma informed because that's my background and that's where I come from. And that's my experience as a woman. And then it's also going to like bridge into the esoteric because that is also who I am as a woman. So, um, you know, and, and I do intend that through this, anyone listening and really allowing this to kind of, you know, course through them, work through them, will uh, potentially experience the opportunity for more radiance. Okay. So that is my goal. Okay. So this word started to like ping for me. Um, a few months ago, there was like this curiosity that sparked 
Um, I like to record my recordings on Monday. And apparently that is also when the lawn people like to do with their work. So if you are hearing a little bit of background, just please excuse me. This is real life. Um, this studio is in my living room right now. So this word started to ping me. It started to kind of like get my attention in a way that felt like an invitation, quite honestly, like, a, you know, what is your relationship with radiance? And at the time I was not feeling very radiant and life was kind of reflecting this to me because I was living in this house by this water and like everything was very shady. And I mean, I was by this waterfall, which was like very powerful medicine, but the house was like damp. And I was having this experience of like, why am I here? I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> and that proved to be true, like very quickly, you know, I went there for a soul lesson and integration, but there was like, I, I wasn't feeling radiant. And I also didn't like the surroundings. Like when I was going to do a video, I didn't like the, the way the house looked in the video. Like I was like, Whoa, I feel, you know, like, like this surrounding is like dim. Um, and so that was interesting. And then I was doing yoga one day. I like to do Kundalini yoga, as I've said before, and I practice with Rama yoga, um, out of LA, but they're online. And, um, I don't ever do like, classes with this one teacher and it was like a numerology class. And I had this feeling of like, why am I doing this class? Why am I watching this? And, um, she was talking about, they, they talk about the 10 bodies in Kundalini yoga and, um, the, the 10th body is the radiant body is what I was learning from this transmission this day on this yoga class. And I was like, Oh, there's that word again. And then she was walking through some numerology and in multiple ways, I was getting tense. I was like, oh my gosh. And I mean, bless the parts of ourselves that feel unworthy, right? I was like, oh, I can be radiant too. <laughs> this, like, I felt this permission. It was like this extra, you know, ping of, um, you know, you have this number 10 and that's the radiant body. And so you, Sarah, are, you know, not meant to just like always be overcoming something, but you can also <laughs> shine. And I was like, oh, what a concept, right? And of course, this had already been in the works. And I had really been cultivating so much of this energy that is radiance. And I just hadn't been like putting the word to it or, you know, acknowledging my own radiance. So hopefully in that story, there's some permission for anyone who's hearing this um, to, you know, go ahead and be like, oh yeah, radiance is for me too. And, you know, we won't get hurt. We won't get the smackdown. We won't like have the consequences of being radiant. And I'll go into those fears in just a moment. But the third thing that was kind of like a, a breadcrumb on the uh, radiance, like nudge, actually there were like a couple more. <laughs> Um, but Rion Kati, if you know him from Facebook, um, Rion and Jillian Pothier, who I had uh, done a very sweet, um, like day long, it was like a very, very long day. It was like 
uh, you know, a lot transpired in that day. But I went um, in 2019 to do an in-person um, day with them in LA. And so I just, I have a deep respect for both of them. And Rion reached out to me and gifted me um, this three-part workshop that they were doing recently called Magical Beauty, which was about allure and beauty but also radiance. And so that was like a gift. And I didn't know why it was a gift other than, you know, the divine being like, here's another uh, radiance clue for you. And actually, by the time that had already happened, I actually knew that I needed to do a podcast on radiance. It was almost like a divine directive that this would be the next podcast topic. So all signs point to radiance, okay? And you'll notice that I am specifically also getting on video. I am specifically like wearing a color and a sweater that makes me feel radiant today. Like I am showing up in a different way because for all of the previous, like (laughs) um, many years of doing this podcast, I recorded many of them, like, you know, in my, whatever I was wearing, like on a meditation cushion or in the dark or with my eyes closed, like this is also me showing up in radiance in a different way, like allowing myself to be seen in my radiance. So Rion, if you ever get a peek at this, you know, thank you for the nudge, because that's definitely an encouragement um, from Rion, generally speaking. So, hmm. I want to give all of us permission to be radiant because radiance feels good. I want to give us as women, I want to give us permission, like myself included, you included, we don't need other women to give us permission, but um, I, I want to say we're doing this not for anyone else, like not for, um, not for a man, not for like marketing manipulation, not for anything false. It's just not false. We're not doing false anymore, right? Especially not in this space. And so it's this like authentic permission, personal permission to to allow yourself to shine, like radiate from the inner realms back out, right? So that capacity to receive the light into the subtle spaces of you and then allow it to come back out, okay? So I'll also say there that like it's a preciousness it's a preciousness and an innocence. And actually, I'm just going to flow here and not go in the order of my outline, because as soon as I said that, I wanted to kind of dive in there a bit more. So let's just attune as women to our bodies for a moment. And just like if you're not driving or walking, if you are able to pause, you can just like pause your body and close your eyes 
and drop your attention down and into the body, into the torso. And you can just kind of imagine like an anchor sort of dropping like from all of the head energy, like down and into the belly energy. And then noticing without any judgment whatsoever, noticing what feels tight and constricted and what feels soft. And you can kind of navigate a bit in this realm, like, you know, navigating up and into the heart space. Allowing the breath to move and maybe even moving your body left to right, side to side, front to back. Ah, breathing. So... You know, many of us walk around every single day with tightness in our bodies and to varying degrees, depending on what we're doing or engaging with, um, you know, we may feel very relaxed, like on our own, or maybe we like have a yoga practice or a dance practice. And then maybe we like go on a date or like meet someone new or are in a, like a high pressure job situation and we go like back into tightness. Um, or like I also want to name that this is happening for many women in their own homes and like with their own husbands and partners and children, just like a lot of, of like constriction of the feminine system that happens for so many reasons and primarily it's happening for protection or because of the system believes that protection is required. Okay, so just like breathing, self-acceptance there, and just so much self-love for the ways that we do like cope and compensate with all of the things that sort of come at the feminine system that whew, like make us desire hiding, protection, um, barriers, like barriers on our body, on our like sexual, you know, space, womb space, barriers on our heart. Like a lot of us have armored up. Okay. A lot of us have armored up. Actually, I mentioned Rion once and I'll mention him again because 
He and I did a sacred remembering podcast episode back in the day. I think it was in like the um the number like in the 60s, like in, in season maybe three of the podcast. So you can go back and look for that. But we actually talked about the masculine shell in women, like when women compensate um for like how do we handle the vulnerability of being woman by you know taking on more masculine and that kind of creates a hardness in us and so we did a whole podcast episode on that that's there for you and so we are talking about like this space of softening and it's to me it's like a return to innocence it's a return to innocence. It's a return to an original softness and an original innate like birthright of innocence and softness of the feminine. And I'll say that I walked myself like into that. This past year, I've given you like some hints. I, I I don't care to give you the whole story because it would just like be a long story, but it was a long year this past year. And there's this incredible aspect of something that happened in me, which was to just so devotionally and tenderly and huh, lovingly love myself and presence with myself. And so a lot of women and teachings and polarity teachings and masculine feminine, it's like this, you know, we feel this pressure to like, do this with men or do this in um, like the space of men. And there can certainly be some like very big potency around the, um, things that can happen in a, in an embodied space with conscious men and conscious women. And like, he is holding a, uh, space for her to like open and, um, like, you know, soften and, and experience that in her nervous system. And that is a magic and a medicine that I wish for all women. I wish it were all men too. I mean, how beautiful, but that is not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about this return to innocence. This is kind of like a longer journey. And I personally have no idea how anyone else would give you permission to do this, like like a man or like any kind of outside influence is not going to be able to give this to you. Like this is between you and creation, you and God. And when I say God, I mean mother, father, God. I do not only mean a masculine God. And I do not only mean sacred masculine. In my return to radiance and innocence, it very much had to do with both a relationship with the sacred masculine and the sacred feminine. And there are a lot of teachings out there that will tell you that this radiance only comes from your relationship restored with the sacred masculine, but creation is both. And 
what was taken from women must be acknowledged and then it must be restored. And so innocence was taken. Um, also like our own sovereignty was taken through this patriarchal system and through, you know, (laughs) um, gobs of like black magic kinds of situations on the womb and, and what your womb has to do with creation. And so all of these systems and networks and mechanisms have been put in place like for thousands of years. And so I think that there's distortion in these teachings that's like, you know, just bring in the divine masculine, heal everything for you, or just bring in like, good Lord. Some people say sky daddy, shit like that. It's like, Isn't that just another overlay of a false teaching that the masculine is the savior of the feminine? Um, No. So it's it's an embodiment. And it's like, it's not either or. It's not like a full, um, you know, like isolated reclamation of the feminine either. It's not just a womb and creational reclamation. It's both and um, because both are creational. And of course, like the divine masculine in the essence of God wants to hold space for your innocence to return. And, you know, it also requires this restored relationship with Holy Mother and then also a lot of earth frequencies, like a lot of restoration on the actual womb and womb technology and what that has to do with the earth and our earthly relationship so that we are connected back in with our rightful power of creation and through those things in tandem, it's like both and all the time, you know, right relationship with the holy masculine, right relationship with the holy feminine. And you'll notice that I'm specifically kind of like using different names for those things because it it is all things. Okay. So we can, we can use all of those kind of interchangeably. Um, but it is a both and to reclaim the radiance through the innocence, which is also incredibly, um, empowered. It's like, how do we be empowered as women who have experienced so much? Okay, so I need to like pause and get my bearings because I am all over the place uh, because this is very exciting to open up. So I'm I'm opening up a lot and I'm going to kind of organize here. Okay, so let's presence a little bit more with why we dim our radiance as women and then move into like how to how to become radiant again okay okay so a few touch points here on this and i should have maybe in the beginning like asked you a few more questions so let's just actually do that now um do you feel able to fully shine 
the light of who you inherently are. Um, What are some ways that you shine? And then what are some ways that you dim? Do you feel, pardon me, do you feel that you are able to shine the light of who you are, like fully, fully who you are and be fully okay? And actually, do you trust that you can shine the light of who you are and actually receive all that you need, attract all that you need. Do you believe that? And it is so a-okay if your answers to that were not like 100%, right? Because (laughs) mine aren't like, you know, which is why I'm showing up in this way today to to share some of these things and to share the journey because we have had so many reasons to believe that it was not safe for us to shine the light of who we are, to bring in the light of source creation and have it work through us and shine it back out in our fullest, most soul-aligned capacity and expression that in past times has been what has gotten women killed and has gotten women um, like rejected. And I've definitely experienced this in this life. It's like when you get too big for your britches And you're like anyone who's providing anything for you in a patriarchal construct may not like that you are like too big for your bridges, too radiant, in other words. And therefore, you could lose, you know, access to resources, access to what you have needed. And that is the way that the feminine has experienced really needing this like external permission for so long. Like, is it okay for me to shine? Okay. And so, you know, does it feel okay for you to shine? And I think that there's like an ego answer to that question. A lot of the time, like, I don't know if it's okay for me to shine. And then there is an answer that your soul knows. So please tap into that answer right now too. Is it okay for you to shine? And that answer is a yes. Okay. That answer is a yes. Oh, so for me personally, I'll share this in case it resonates for anyone and kind of like unlocks something for for you to, you know, own or personal permission. I'm using the word permission a lot, which is really interesting. So that's kind of something that's weaving through unintentionally. Um, so for me, the the dimming of the radiance has really been about a fear of being taken from a fear of being taken from 
And yes, that certainly had to do with men and masculine, but it also had to do with like nefarious forces, like, um, you know, which over time it was like, what in the actual fuck is pulling on my energy? Why, you know, if I am shining as my authentic self, does something seem to kind of like come out of nowhere, set me back? And oftentimes that happened through a man. And it was like, what is actually going on? And um, as I looked at, and this was like on my awakening path, you know, I don't mean to kind of like open anything up here that's like too much for some people, but just, you know, as we awaken more and we have more capacity to handle more truth, we receive more truth. And so I learned that there was a very, very dark aspect of my lineage that I had incarnated into this lineage. And then as a soul, I also learned and respected that I had come to help clear the lineage of this darkness and that I was clearing it through me. I was clearing it through the lineage. I was like doing this work. And there, I would say like were aspects of, you know, elements of creation. There's light forces, there's dark forces. There were forces that did not like that I was doing that. And I think this is one of the major takeaways that I was like, really, um, this is why I was given the gift of magical beauty from Rion and Jillian is because I was still grappling with this about like, you know, what is the ultimate like protection? Like, is it the holy masculine? Is it um, you know, which I also call the Christos. Is it, you know, ugh, like my own light or, or like, what is it? Like, what can I count on as like the ultimate protection? And, and you can hear that there was like a wounded part of me that was questioning that, that was, um, afraid, afraid to be radiant for fear that something would come out of nowhere and zap me for being too radiant. Um, you know, kind of because things like that had happened in the past. And the thing that I really am grateful to the magical beauty, like series for, deepening, helping me to deepen into is that it is my own radiance. That is my ultimate protection. Said differently, it is my own radiance. That is like <laughs> my own force field, you know, because we are, I'm going to talk about this, like the energy that creates my radiance is the energy that fills me with God, with source, with a holy masculine, and also with these holy feminine frequencies. And also, and this is what I'm teaching in Heartland, like a whole bunch of earth frequencies that are incredibly radiant, like a diamond heart frequency and this like plasma womb water frequency, all of these, like this Aurora frequency. I mean, things that I don't even know how to name yet, are so beautiful and they come from a lot of it comes from the earth and what the earth like in its in its potential 
what it really wants to share with us right now, which is really a bolstering and an emboldening of our own light body. Like what, what becomes radiant in us is our, our light, our light body. And what creates that is not just some like kind of superficial idea of like, oh, I got right with holy masculine and now it emanates through me. Like, no, this is a big, deep journey of um, really like reclaiming the safety of your spaces, of your body, of your heart, Um, you know, like all of the, like the fascia as a woman, your womb space, reclaiming the holy sovereignty of this. And this is like what I was working through last year and not ironically, probably, um, it was like the, it was two twenty two twenty two, like, so February of 22, where I simultaneously like held kind of organized, uh, with friends, this sovereign womb ceremony. Some of you were probably there and what, like, I don't, I think I've shared it on the podcast, but what also happened was that I released this letter that really exposed the dark family lineage, not even all of it, just like I put a stop to child abuse in my lineage. And that caused a huge, um, like reverb through me because it was a very bold act, but it was, um, like it, it definitely combined with other things and going back to like all of the childhood trauma in that lineage just caused this like massive kind of PTSD reaction. I, I, I wasn't even saying that word until just recently. I was like, yeah, that's what that was. And in that, I just took care of myself so, so deeply and like on all levels of existence, reclaiming myself, reclaiming like the spaces for love on all levels of existence. So I'm talking about the physical body. Like, you know, I, I wasn't dating. I wasn't like, um, like, sharing, you know, physical or sexual energy with anyone, like after July of 2022. Uh, and I was like reclaiming my own heart. And I was, um, yes, like walking this deep reclamation of the womb, walking this deep reclamation of like my energy and doing that multi-dimensionally from the physical to the God level, from the physical to the God level. And to be very clear, like I am still on the journey because this is the journey that we are all on. Sovereignty on every level, emanation of the God-given truth that I am on every single level and also running the currents of like positive holy mother holy father um through my being 
And I think the other thing that I want to mention there that I laid down was a lifelong habit of overcoming things. Like, like I had overcome so many hard things by utilizing my nervous system like a badass. So I know that many, many of us have this tendency and this is not radiance. I think like this is counter to radiance. Like, oh oh gosh, this is such a big thing. I have achieved so much in my life through badassery. I have gotten up again so many times that, um, you know, my nervous system started to have adrenal fatigue, like by the age of 32, that was like 10 years ago. And it was a huge wake up call because I had just experienced so much stress and adrenal, like just taxation through my entire life that I, um, my body was like, you can't, you have to figure out another way. And I've been doing that for 10 years, you know, like from leaving a career as a principal of a school and, um, like walking this walk of reclaiming feminine and then having these kind of like really unfortunate experiences happen on this path. And it was like, wait, I thought I was on this divine union path. I thought I was on this path to reclaim feminine and masculine and find my divine union partner and live happily ever after. I mean, this was like, you know, five, six years ago that I was under that delusion. And, um, it was like, no, you have to wake up. You have to wake up to like, you can't outsource your provision. You can't outsource like your radiance. You can't like, I mean, it's an like in the self at home job first. And so, you know, then like realizing that, oh, I need to reclaim feminine and masculine inside of me on all the layers inside of me. Oh, then I need to heal all my relationship with the masculine because I can't get away with like, you know, projecting my upset with masculine and just finding my divine union partner or like just having God save me. So I, my soul would not let me stop with masculine healing either. It's like, no, 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 go find union. And also this massive awakening that I had two years ago that led to Heartland was like, it's, yes, as we resurrect masculine and feminine back to union, that is one part of us resurrecting our, I'll say light body, like our energy body, because everything's made of feminine and masculine. And we're essentially like reorganizing all of creation back to the union of those two things. And there is like our energy body is a part of a planetary grade work of energy. And that's what makes us like organic and alive and living. And as humans with our feet on this earth, don't you just love my new podcast intro, by the way, um, where we plug into the positive earth grids as a community. I love it. And that's like, that is heartland medicine. That is what we're doing right now on this planet. So as we, um, you know, not plug in, but like get in touch with that, then we are, hmm, 
I'll say like recoded and resourced from like the ground up and from source down. So um, let me explain this a little bit more since I, I find myself here. I usually use the word source as like, like sun energy, like uh great central sun, like source energy and, and our, the energy architecture that's around our bodies is this like they call it a, a 12 tree grid and up at like the highest point, the highest dimensional point. And if you saw my last YouTube video, I was talking about this. It's like the, you know, we could say the 12th dimension and beyond is where we kind of like reconnect into this um, invisible sacred geometry of the energy fields. We reconnect to source in that way. And so a lot of us, all of us have damage in this energy system because this was how people were controlled. This was how we lost connection with our soul. And so, you know, our our job really is to like reconnect all of these things and and revive um, like, yeah, I can't think of the word that I've been saying over and over again. Oh, rehabilitate, rehabilitate the energy architecture that we are of our like organic living life template. Now, doesn't that sound nice? Okay. That's what we're doing. We're not just like accepting the radiance of some guy in the sky. Okay. We are re structuring, rehabilitating our ability to run source energy through us, earth energy through us, and be radiant in that way. So as we reconnect to source, and you may have heard me say these things before, it starts with our intention. So for years, I've been saying things like, I don't know what I'm, <laughs> I don't know full story. But I know I work for the Christo Sophia. That's what I know. Like, I don't know what all of these like darker energies are. I don't know what is affecting me. Like, I don't know what feels like it's out to get me, etc. But what I know is that I'm here for the Christo Sophia. So show me the way. And what I mean by that is I am here for ultimate union. Christos Sophia is like the ultimate. <laughs> masculine, feminine in union, the two forces that create all of creation. Okay. Like they birth creation. So masculine and feminine births, like a third thing, like something comes into form. And so it is like the Christosophia energies as they run through us through all of creation that actually, you know, births more creation. So it was like, okay, I know that's what I'm here for because that's what my sacred remembering path shows me. It's like all I care about. So show me the way. So intentionality is the most important part. Like if you know that you're here for a union, if you know that you're here to stand in the full truth of who you are, then like every morning when you wake up, commit to that and then ask to be shown like commit and ask and and I'm doing it right now like still doing it always will actually when I felt dim and I was like just I was kind of caretaking and I wasn't like trying to show up every day kind of publicly I I kind of like relaxed in asking those questions and that was actually a big mistake 
I will say that. So I think we always have to be asking that question and, um, and receiving, you know, the provision of the divine to continue to walk our paths and to embody this radiance that we are. Um, so source energy, I do picture coming kind of down from above, kind of like the, you know, great central sun, like a warmth. And I see it more gold and, um, yeah, like you can imagine it heating you up. You can, and, and then you can see this as a masculine energetic, if you would like. So if it is difficult for you because it evokes trauma, if it is difficult for you to, you know, imagine recovering your relationship with the divine masculine fully, and you think that that's in your way to being radiant, that is not true because you can work with source energy, okay, to bring in this light energy, okay, this emanation of source. And develop a relationship with that and um, and then, you know, dip your toes into the masculine healing and eventually that can feel really, really good, okay? So we're filling our auras, our system um, with this. And yes, we are rehabilitating um, kind of like the energy grid of our bodies. What we also need to do in order to do this and in order to really activate the light of our own heart it's like a diamond light inside of our own heart and that radiance coming back online you know after you've caretaken yourself and held space for your trauma healing etc cetera, etc cetera, it's like your heart comes alive again and i don't know about you but you know when i have a lot of trauma in me it was hard for me to connect to heart energy so I want to, I want to just like put that out there. Like if you feel pressure at this moment to, co to connect to your heart in a way that's like, you know, oh my gosh, everybody go to yoga class. They all talk about this heart energy. That's supposed to be so wonderful. I don't feel it. That is okay. It, you are on the path and that is a trauma response to not feeling safe and probably some other kinds of like you know, personal protection and shielding against really like feeling because so dang much has happened. And so just love on yourself right here, right now, if that is what you are feeling. So then through Heartland and, and Heartland this year, we start in September and it is a gorgeous journey. It's an eight part transmission. We'll meet um, at least twice a month for live teachings and transmissions and energy transmissions. And then I give you all of these meditations to help you bolster what it is that I'm talking about and the light and the radiance um, within you coming from all of these various places. Um, and it's funny because this year I keep feeling like it's the first year I've done an eight month transition. Usually it's just been like eight weeks. Here we go. Here's the download. And I have wanted to do this like deep and integrating heartland journey for about a year. And so that is what I'm guided to do this year, which feels really wonderful. So we start on September 13th and you can join via sarahpoet.com. So, um, 
what we're doing is we are working on healing women's deep depletion so that you don't have to be in this masculine shell. You don't have to be in this overcoming place. Your trauma can heal gently. And we are ever so gently and ever so deliciously going into the heartland. Okay. This space that I call the heartland. And this is where we rehabilitate um, our light body from connection with the earth. It's also where we heal our womb of um, depletion imprints because there are so many things that are not spoken about. I'm still learning about it. Um, that are actually like hooked into women's life force via the womb. And this happens very young. It happens very early and then it's perpetual. And so if you are a woman who's having like a, what the actual fuck, why do I feel tired when I sleep with my husband or, you know, what is the cycle of depletion, whether it's like depletion in your energy, in your body or depletion in your finances, like depletion in any area of your life. Um, then there's like something, I'll say an inversion. I just did a blog post on inversions. Um, there's an inversion that's taking your energy instead of giving you energy because we are all meant to be prosperous and resourced and radiant. And as I sit here saying these things to you and like looking at myself on the, the screen on the zoom, it's like, oh my gosh, this is really the area where I have to admit I have struggled the most to, you know, going back to the, the fear of like something being taken from you, if you are your full and radiant self, that has definitely been something that I have traveled with for probably lifetimes and lifetimes. And, and I do believe that I am here because when the Heartland grandmothers gave me the Heartland transmission, like I've written about this recently, maybe you've read the blog or the emails, but like a league of grandmothers came out of the earth from every direction, star beings, inner earth grandmothers, like grandmother energy. And they, they were like, we understand that you are so depleted and we want to help you and we want to give you Heartland and then you have to teach it. And y'all, it has been a journey for two years. Like I am not standing on some kind of mountaintop telling you that this happened to me and then everything automatically was figured out. And then all of a sudden I had what I needed. And all of a sudden I was radiant. I was really hoping it was going to go that way, but it didn't because I needed to excavate these things. And I have been excavating these <laughs> things around women's depletion for like, like I said, lifetimes, but for years and you know, like what does it actually fucking take for us to heal women's depletion? Well, it's not just a supplement. It is not a new diet or a new exercise regime or how we're going to sleep at night or just embracing the masculine and trusting it already or any fucking thing like that. It is a deep restoration of a creation template connected to our womb and creation technology. I'll say this like womb space. And once we resurrect that, we are organic creational 
beings again that do not have to experience depletion. And so like it is my journey to continue to live this resurrection and it is my honor to also bring it forth. And there is still a part of me that's like, I don't have it all figured out yet. I would like to not take a shower and put on my lipstick and come do this talk because I do not like fully, 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 fully have it figured out yet. And that my friends is a voice of blocking our own radiance. (laughs) (laughs) right? So it's like both and, um, showing, showing up. And I want to go back to what I was saying about the earth frequencies and building our radiance with the earth frequencies. Um, okay. So the central channel of who we are, like if, if you picture an aura around your body or like a, like a tube of white light energy. Um, and we can claim this space. We can make this space sovereign. You know, we want to, we want to claim the space around our bodies as well as our bodies for our own sovereignty so that, you know, like the wrong people, the wrong energetics, like don't just like come in and that, you know, it happens. And so we just like continue to bolster our sovereignty and our skills and our tools in, in all of the ways. And if you, you know, are on that path, we talk a lot about that in the sacred remembering community. So pop into there, you can get there via sarahpoet.com. And we have a mighty network of women who are all on a sacred remembering path, standing in the truth of who we are, the sovereign truth of who we are, the God connected truth of who we are. And learning these energetics so that we can cycle and circulate them throughout our lives and yes, resulting in radiance. So the energies of the earth that we really deepen into in Heartland, it's like we go, we take this, you know, central channel of who we are and extend down and in to the earth. And the central heart of the earth is actually like this crystalline, like diamond plasma heart with so much feminine energy. And and I am going way beyond saying like mother earth, right? Like this is not just like put your feet on the soil and feel the earth and relax. It's like, no, we are, you know, tapping into frequencies within the earth that are inherently regenerative. And I love the word regenerative. I'm so glad this came up because I love, like I have this hashtag regen thumb. Okay. Let's all use it because as we become more regenerative, like we're becoming more regenerative in women's bodies and we're resurrecting the feminine force of creation on the planet. And that's what these earth frequencies help us to do because the earth frequencies are, they, they help connect us into a planetary earth grid network. And I was living on this piece of land where the, all those grandmothers came forward and I was experiencing this depletion moment with a man where I thought I was going to live there. And then I was told I wasn't going to live there. And it was like, what the actual fuck, this makes it a lot harder on me. And 
before that happened, I was continually shown, I was like having this awakening about the ley lines and the grid lines on the planet. And on this piece of property, there was like quartz popping up out of the ground. It was just popping up out of the ground. And I was like, wow, okay. There's like this gorgeous rock. This, you know, the earth is talking to me. I was having this awakening. And just on the other side of the hill was this like really evil situation. They were like vying to use the land in like an evil way. And I could feel the forces of good and evil through the land. And it was like, just teaching me about the restoration of the feminine actually coming through the land. Are you starting to feel it? Like, okay. So, so if this is like, what, what is she saying? It feels true. You're having a sacred remembering moment. Okay. And maybe heartland is for you because we want to reconnect the currents of the feminine that were stolen and broken and hijacked and fucking taken and fucking raped. Like, let's just use that word in patriarchy. There's so much rape energy, like the fear of being taken from. Can we just name it so that we can rehabilitate it already? It's like these words that we're afraid of, like these traumas that we're afraid of. And I get it. And I've been there and it's tender. And like my fear of it was what kept me from being radiant, like in spite of it. So we have all experienced the effects of the feminine being hijacked in the earth. Because of those effects are the exact same things that we feel in our own feminine lives. Like we have a hard time having access to money. Well, that's because the feminine has been hijacked for thousands of years. We want to have resource empowerment, but it like comes through external permissions like men and banks and taxes and blah, blah. Like then, you know, like hope my talked it and just get flagged because I said that word. Um, then like, we have to look at it. It's like, because the feminine was hijacked, these systems of domination and control and perpetration and taking were allowed to exist. So the same things that are like perpetually depleting the feminine, um, the energetic reason for that is actually in the earth and in the earth template and in the earth energy grids. And so I know that sounds really wild. Like if you are like, what? I feel like this is the next phase of women's feminine awakening is like, we're not just reclaiming sacred feminine as an ideal. We are actually reconnecting feminine currents in us and in the structure of the earth. And that's what this awakening that I was having like in 2020, I think on this piece of land, I was simultaneously working with a group of women and we were traveling in this like eight months, you know, sacred truth container. And I was like having all of these downloads about women in land and experiencing it with the women in the group. And so I'd like channel something from the land and talk to them. And I was like, oh my gosh, we are healing the women's energy body with the earth body. 
And this is very, very, very exciting because this is like a whole new potential. It's like a whole new frontier of like reclaiming feminine and masculine together. And, you know, of course, any masculine essence of creation wants this to happen. We just can't lay all of our healing at the feet of like reclaiming sacred masculine because it's so important, but we need these energies as well. And we also need to um, rehabilitate the, the womb, like the womb itself, because the womb itself, the womb of creation, the womb of the earth, the womb of our bodies has been like hooked into and um, energy is like almost continually depleted until we rehabilitate that. Um, you know, so it's very real. Like if you have a fear of being taken from, it's because you have been. I had a massive fear of being taken from because I had been, because I had a lot of evidence for that. And so I was like kind of dimming my light and also guarding myself and like not fully showing up in my radiance or my full truth because I was afraid that if I did, I would be taken from, not just from men or like physical men, but from like unseen forces. Like, you know, why does the um, client who's going to pay you $10,000 pull out? Why does the job suddenly end? Why does your housing contract fall through? Why are you left with less resources than you? started with when you, you know, entered an agreement. Well, these things are evidence that that feminine architecture, um, actually the architecture is both feminine and masculine, of course, but like the light body architecture needs to be resurrected and rehabilitated. And so we are doing that in Heartland, like I said, using these we're not using, like, I feel like we're, we're doing it in partnership. We're being gifted these feminine energetics of, um, this crystalline core. And then I'm also in touch with these kind of inner earth grandmothers. Um, and so we do a lot of paired healing. That's the word that they gave me. It's like pairing, pairing our nervous systems, our kind of like energetic experiences with some of these like deep earth energies. And it's very, very healing in ways that I actually, I've never heard anyone talk about <laughs> healing with the earth. Like I have been um, downloading or kind of, um, but by, by downloading, I mean, intuiting, um, and it's kind of a funny story that these grandmothers that came forward when I was in that moment of really deep depletion, um, and they told me that they were going to give me Heartland, like I didn't hear from them for a while. And I was like, where'd you go? Like, okay, I got the pieces, but I need mean, like continued guidance. And I was in a session one time <laughs> and I was guided into the earth and like, there they were. I was like, oh, your inner earth grandma. It's like that's where you are. And so, um, you know, that's really special. And I'm, I'm still learning, you know, I'm still learning and discovering these things. And I also think that all the time there's more supports on our planet. So from, you know, a multidimensional perspective, um, there are a lot of supports and, and as our planet heals and as the feminine heals, and like, we know that there has been just 
huge strides in the last five years, like, or seven years, like since me too, you know, it's like huge strides in the feminine's return and, uh, and like rightful place. And we still have a long way to go, but I don't really think about that. Like, I don't think about fighting patriarchy. I think about, um, resurrecting the truth of who I am. And like, that is the medicine. That is what we are here for. And so I kind of lost my place there, but we've come a long, (laughs) a long way. And so it's like, you know, talking about, some of these things that are like more far out there is like, it's less far out there all the time. And I do feel that that is one reason that my guidance is like, you know, go ahead and, and put your face on video, get out there again, like shine the radiance. It's like, we are more, um, well, we need to hear it. And like, I think we're more ready to hear that we're not alone. Like, just think about it. And I'm almost finished here with this, with this transmission women, but just think about it. Why in the world would you, who has so much magic inside of you be put on this earth? Like, okay, your two feet are now on the earth and your only defense is your nervous system. Like, thank God for the nervous system but why would your only defense or your only like, you know, strengths be from your little itty bitty nervous system? Because <laughs> there is so much to deal with on this planet. There's so much to deal with on this walk of being a woman. And so it's like, we're here. And from the time we're little, there's so much control over the feminine. There's so much domination. There's sexual violence. There's like all of these, this imaging on, on the media of like what women are supposed to look like. So we're like hit from every freaking angle. And then our only defense is supposed to be our nervous system. Well, hell no, it's not. That was all a farce. And so if you feel like you're like barely hanging on with your nervous system and you're like, I want to stand in the truth of who I am, but I don't even know if I have the strength to anymore, sister, I get you, I hear you. And I had to dig really deep. Like I was like, oh yeah, Sarah, by the way, you're radiant because I, I went in for so long and like a year and that was delicious and nurturing and a return to innocence that I am so, so grateful for because it changed my life. And then it was like, what are you here for? You have to get back out. You have to like do the mission. And I'm just now like re-standing in that in, in a, a new way. Also being gentle with myself, of course, and making sure that I am resourced from every angle and perspective as I do this. But it's like, we do get to stand in the truth of who we are. We do get to like bring forward these businesses, these ideas, these new, um, you know, like we're going to, we're going to help birth this new consciousness. Now we need to also heal our relationship with the masculine because we need the ideas. Like, you know, consciousness itself is light. 
it is masculine. That's the thing is that like on this journey, we do get to heal and resurrect our relationship with the masculine. And my perspective and relationship with the masculine at this point is so much like wider and more delicious than it was when I was just healing masculine. It's said another way. It's like when I broadened the journey of feminine and masculine reclamation to include this earth reclamation. And I do believe that that's why I was given this transmission of heartland and this understanding that was what actually bolstered my energetic field, my feminine essence, my body, my heart, my organic template, my, my capacity to take in the light into all of the spaces that became more soft over time and then to radiate them back out and still on that journey, still on the journey of rehabilitating the architecture, still on the journey of deepening my relationship with you know, the Holy Mother, the Holy Father, still on my journey of um, this like, you know, concept, this is a whole other podcast episode, but this concept of like, I am a holy daughter. I am something that creation has birthed. And that's so beautiful that, that like it brings tears to my eyes as I say that. And that was a part of this year of going inward. And um, if you are watching the video, like I'm wearing this like gold necklace. I think it's actually brass, but it looks gold. And it's got this like scarab charm on it. It's very sacred um, symbol to me. And I've got these like gorgeous gold and tourmaline, pink tourmaline earrings in that my friend Betsy gifted me. She said, um, spirit's just telling me to give these to you. And I was like, oh yeah, well, <laughs> that's because this gold transmission is going on. So, um, in the like activation and awareness of I am the thing that creation has birthed, like mother, father, God has birthed me. I am this holy daughter. And it was this whole retemplating of like being a daughter because being a daughter in an earthly family had had a lot of trauma imprint in it for me. And I didn't feel like I had family and, you know, the voice, like this intuition, the voice, creation, this like in this activation of being the holy daughter, um, I was told to take off my silver and to wear gold. And so I've been wearing gold, I don't know, probably eight months or so now. And um, and it's so beautiful. It's like adding to the to the radiance, right? And it's it's almost like a reminder to me because when you like when you are someone who has grown up with a lot of trauma um, or like on your remembering path, you remember a lot of trauma because that's what happens is that like we guard and protect and, and our body also actually like hides the trauma from us. And then we think we're on this awakening path. And then it's like, we, you know, <laughs> I'm awakening and I'm reclaiming feminine and it's getting right with masculine and and like at the same time we're going to unearth trauma memory 
And that is not to be bypassed. That is to be so tenderly tended to so that you can return to the innocence. There's no pressuring the feminine or women to to like create this space inside of us. And I call it sometimes this fertile soil, like the heartland in the earth metaphor, which is, you know, it's trauma-informed to do this in earth metaphor, right? Like it doesn't always have to be feminine and masculine, but the metaphor of like fertile soil, like to become this feminine being with this fertile, fertile nature, as if it is us, as if like beyond the womb being fertile, it's like the soil of us is fertile. That also brings tears to my eyes. And it's like, can we feel that? Can we allow for that? And then if there's just like this fertile, fertile soil that's been so like nurtured and it's got so many nutrients in it and it's got this like aeration and spaciousness can you tell that I had an undergrad in sustainable agriculture <laughs> sustainable food systems and I really know about soil so I can kind of like geek out on that but when that soil has that like space in it and it's like prepared then what do we need we need the light of the sun and the heat of the sun and we are ready for it. And so then we receive like the seed of creation and it's from the soil and from the sun that the seed of creation can actually grow. Okay. And so as you are contemplating radiance, you can contemplate yourself as this fertile soil woman and you can contemplate like bringing in the light and also bringing in the light as the Christos. The Christos, the masculine force of creation, the light, the consciousness, like the seed. Okay, so that's going to come forward. And then new creation can be birthed. I feel to say another thing here. So this, this thing about masculine provision, there's some distortion in the field with this because it's like, you know, what does the masculine give? We just asked this in the sacred remembering community. What does the masculine give? And we have a lot of distortion in society. Well, like masculine gives permission or masculine gives a pile of money or a house or, you know, access to God and religion and etc 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 like masculine it, it was this distortion that the masculine gave everything because it had access to everything and so let's resurrect that to what does the masculine give the masculine gives the light the seed the penetration of consciousness okay and then it needs to go somewhere it needs to go to the fertile soil it needs to go to the fertility of the womb metaphorically or literally and then from there the gestation can happen and the thing can be birthed so to 
give the masculine the direct, like, uh, (laughs) I guess some like honor for being the thing that is fully responsible for provision. I'm going to say no. Like, yes, it definitely delivers something very, very, very important. And that meets with the fertile ground, with the womb energy, with the earth energy, the creational energy. Um, Actually, like also the, the cosmic womb, right? Because we're all fractals of that, which is bigger. So um, then it is that combination that births. I am a holy daughter. I came from feminine and masculine. I birthed through a womb, right? Um, and so there is no separation when we're talking about provision and the creation of new energy um, to say that it's either or like, no, the masculine provides or the feminine womb energy creates. It's like, why are we having these polarized discussions about who's responsible for creation when we are the embodiments of, you know, union returned and the organic nature of creation is what we are retemplating is what we are remembering and women as we're doing this with source energy with earth energy with this sacred remembrance with the heartland as we're walking in that then we are um, more able to just so naturally emanate the innocence of being the holy daughter emanate the innocence of um having received that source light and bringing it through. And, but even as I say that, I want to like say, and I want to correct myself because it's like, I am source light. I am diamond light. I am the light that I am. And so it is that like capacity to receive that light and then be that which I am and reflect it back out, emanate it back out, share it back out, And to allow that light to even like help to dissolve those spaces of protection and, you know, masking and um, hardness and yeah, a lot of like the the things that, that we do as women. So... Thank you so much for listening to this. And at one point in this transmission, I was like, I am all over the place. I wonder if I need to start again. And then I just stuck with it. And I think I am going to let this be the thing that shines. So please leave feedback um, in the comments on YouTube or, um, you know, Apple and Spotify reviews are always very helpful because the more energy that we circulate through this space, of course, the more women and humans can be impacted and, um, you know, positively impacted, I hope, from this information. So to recap, Heartland starts on September 13th, 2023. You can sign up at sarahpoet.com. It's an eight-month journey. I think it might turn into a nine-month journey, a full gestation. I'm still listening for that, but feels that way to me. And then the Sacred Remembering Community is 
always operating. We are always there for you. Anyone listening to this and having like a yes moment, we are a community of women. We utilize Mighty Networks and live calls. And there's like a monthly membership of $33, which is so like, (laughs) such a, like a gem of a price for all that you get. And we have monthly themes. Like this month, we were talking about um, resources and redefining women's resources. Oh, which makes me think that I also have a new ebook by that title. So it's about going beyond the the need to like boundary and defensiveness and stepping into um, just like owning the value of your true feminine resources. And I'll probably do another episode on that soon because this is all connected to Heartland and like redefining what women's resources and value really are. Um, That comes through that as well. So if you want to, I have this like new free ebook at sarahpoet.com that you can sign up for. And it's like 20 pages. And I know that you would get some, um, like, Ooh, insight from, from (laughs) going ahead and spending an hour or two with that ebook. So enjoy it. And the colors are beautiful. It's actually a combination of like the green in my sweater and the pink in my pink tourmaline earrings today. So that is part of the Heartland mystery that you will learn more about as we embark on the journey on September 13th. Thank you so much for being here. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. Um, If I can be of direct service to you, if you... um, you know, want help with anything we talked about today, please reach out via sarahpoet.com. So much love to you and I will see you again soon.